Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 84. Freaking fraud. <laughs> Those are the two that I would get rid of right away, honey. Hi, Brendan. Hey, what's up? Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> I do want to bring up what a roaring success our new little Facebook group has become. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I'm like back in Facebook like I've never been for a few years mm-hmm. it's just a, a good pleasant time so if you haven't joined it it's easy to find us just search for the podcast name on facebook you're listening to come through queen by the way um and <laughs> just search in the groups tab you'll be able to find us and we'll add you right away yeah so what's going on with you nothing i didn't see you all this weekend I, yeah i don't even what I did will, you do i don't know <laughs> i i think uh there was a lot of just Brooklyn time. Mm. We were in Manhattan a lot the previous weekend, if you remember. Yeah. That's um, a rare of rarity. Yeah. Well, and then mm. I scooted on down during the week to Atlantic City, mm-hmm. namely the Borgata home of 
uh, Luann's music video. Yes. And... The most iconic Jersey reunion. Yeah, actually, I think they filmed More than a one. few reunions yeah. at Borgata. But, like, the fir- the season two one yeah. that is, like, most well-known and also home of a one-night stand of mine. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> After seeing, like, Kathy Griffin there in, like, 2010, Oh, 2011. my God, it's all really coming full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that building in the middle of Atlantic City means a lot to me. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we have a lot to get to today. We have... All the shows were amazing this week, I would say. Yeah, no disappointments. Tons of news to discuss. Yeah, no disappointments. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So Erica Jane had two big news moments this week. Yes. The first one came when the news came out that she is joining the Kim Kardashian Hollywood family as an official character in the show. So you can dress her up, sing, and hang out with her. Yeah, the app, (laughs) if you're not understanding what we're talking about. Oh yeah, the app that like... Do people still play this app? Uh, uh, I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. I, it was really all the rage like uh, like three years ago, I want to say. Yeah, but I guess like they have to add these people to keep the excitement going. But I looked at like the fan-made Kim Kardashian Hollywood w- Wikipedia page, and you informed me that NeNe Leakes was previously a, a member. A member. So and another housewife falling in NeNe's footsteps. footsteps uh, which will actually discuss that again later but um the only other person was like some fashion editor who was added to the app and then the rest was like shaban food scott disick like just like all the people in that whole orbit so so congrats erica and also congrats on being a part of the paper magazine break the internet issue which I think they released. They've been releasing different covers for it. Uh-huh. Um, Erica's not on the cover. Yeah, but they released the one with, where Nicki Minaj is having a threesome with herself. Mm-hmm. The one with like Tyra Banks as like a feline, as a jellical cat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, which was also your top played song this year, and according to Spotify, no, it wasn't my top. It was uh, one, one of, of okay. one of the top, <laughs> but still unwell. Yeah, that. That tweet got me a lot of unwell. Oh, and then there was the whole story about the dog attacking one of the cats cast members during yeah. the show. It's been that, a big week for cats. It seems a little while that they would allow. I, I know, like you have to allow a service dog into these sorts of things, but like you're just asking for trouble. A show about cats. Oh my god, Dan, you're such an anti-dog activist that you don't like service dogs. No, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not dragging service dogs, but like service dogs, like you could try to make rules. Beep, 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 pop, pop. But like when it comes to service dogs, like the rules don't apply. Yeah, and but like in cats, it's not real cats, you know. I know, but like the the dog doesn't know. <laughs> I think the dog can tell the difference between a real cat and a human being. They're pretty as a convincing. Cat. <laughs> oh my god, that was unwell. We went on a journey right now, and anyway, so back to paper magazine. So. Uh, Erica's going to be in the Break the Internet issue, but the photos were released by Paper Online tonight, or today, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's Erica in a holiday theme with the Rhodes Bros, who are the gay twins that came out, and then Ellen gave them $10,000 for coming out. Each or or total for both twins? I want to say each. Mm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, And I think they were also on Screen Queens. Both of them were? Yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah. and it's a very interesting shoot. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. There's something weird with it where, like, the two twins who are, like, objectively 
pretty sexy people come across not looking that way mm-hmm. in this. Um, I would also, I mean, this is, is not my favorite Erica Jane photo shoot moment either. Yes, but we love the fam at Paper Magazine. Yeah, we love Paper Magazine. <laughs> love when they break the internet and then all the power lines go down. Uh, so congrats, Erica. <laughs> is that how the internet works? Yeah. All the power lines just go down. <laughs> okay. That's what's going to happen when um, they cancel net neutrality. Yeah. It's, it's actually Paper Magazine behind this all. They're breaking the internet. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Uh, let's move on to... Dan is going to put his lawyer hat on right. for a little bit. For the, for you audio listeners. And we actually got a <laughs> an anonymous tip from someone who sent us a press release about this before it was released on page6.com. Yeah. So somebody who works in another newsroom sent us this. Mm-hmm. So And, you know, our DMs and Gmail are open for these... These anonymous tips. Yeah, so, queen at gmail.com. Come on. Okay, so, envy lawsuit. There's nothing to be envious of here. <laughs> Melissa Gorga and Andy Cohen are being sued for $30 million by the Real Houses of New Jersey Star's ex-business partner at the clothing boutique Envy, Jackie Beard Robinson. Have we talked about how this person's name is Jackie Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much as good as... Sheree's life coach, Jack Daniels. Yes. Uh, so th- the ex-business partner claims the Bravo, Le- Bravo Liberties made her look like a felon on TV. She's accusing the stars of defamation and intentional infliction of emotional distress. The ladies met in spring 2014 and decided to open the Montclair, New Jersey store together in August 2015. They signed an agreement naming Robinson the manager of the shop Envy by Melissa Gorga in October 2015, but their business relationship was severed by December 31st, 2016. In the suit, Robinson claims she went to Envy to remove her belongings in broad daylight on January 1st, 2017. Imagine if that's the first thing you do in the new year. Yes. Like she really wants to clean out her life. (laughs) After alleging that Gorga was misappropriating over $37,000 from Envy without authorization but says Gorger falsely claimed on TV that Robinson snuck into Envy in the middle of the night and stole clothing. The allegations were repeated on Watch Robins Live when Cohen asked Gorga, wow, so that lady wound up kind of ripping you off. And Gorga responded, yes. So it's just interesting that Annie's getting roped into this. So when this woman claims that Gorga was misappropriating over $37,000, she means like she was taking money from Envy and like just doing whatever. Yeah. Which, like, we don't know all the... I I stand with Jackie Beard Robinson. (laughs) You stand with Jackie Robinson? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird. I I believe that she filed this in Florida for some reason, even though this takes place in New Jersey. Uh, But I think she, like, that's where she lives. Oh. Um, But there's all, all kind of jurisdiction rules. While my legal hat is still on. Mm. Uh, so, Gorga and Andy haven't commented on this yet. It sounds like it's bullshit to me. Well, the press release was like, had a huge picture of Jackie Beard Robinson on the top, like lounging. I know. I 
I skimmed the article at first and I didn't re- like realize, realize what I was wearing and the picture didn't help because I did not recognize that woman. At first I thought it was like Marge Sr. suing <laughs> Melissa Gorga. She does have like sort of Mar- Margaret vibes, this woman. Yeah. Like uh, it's like if Betsy Johnson met Margaret... What's her last Joseph's. name again? Josephs. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Watch What Happens Live really quickly, this just I just remembered this. Okay. Did you see a clip last night from last night's episode, by the way? No, because Borgata rudely does not air Bravo on their network. So Abby and Alana from Broad City <gasps> were on, and somebody called in and was like, they were obviously drunk when they called in, and they said another come through queen fan no no <laughs> they said the producers want me to ask one thing but i don't want to ask it oh. <laughs> or no i don't think they said the producers they said they want me to ask one thing but i don't think it's very interesting so i'm gonna ask the other and like uh abby was really funny about it and was like who are they and like what why are they controlling you and like andy you could tell was like <laughs> So what was the question that he ended up asking? I don't remember. Oh my god. It was like a little peek behind the scenes mm. of like the way things happen at Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Also, not all their episodes are live. Yeah. But that one was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was like... they were. I saw like... I follow both of the, the girls mm-hmm. on Instagram and they were both like hooing and hollering from the green room. And can I say one more thing? And I do yes, this last night. I think... Abby is so underrated. Oh, for sure. And I think she's the funnier one. Oh, oh, I agree. But everyone, like, loves Lana. I know, but that's, like, the story of our lives in this world. <laughs> Isn't it? What? Like, there's, all, there's always, like, another level to it all. And, like, not everyone gets that level. <laughs> We're the men behind the curtain. Yeah. We're pulling that curtain back. The producers are... In our our CEO calls me the man behind the curtain a lot. Like the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like a compliment. <laughs> I think she, because I control a lot of things mm-hmm. like from behind, like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about a truly unwell story that I can't wait to delve into oh, this a little is bit. Y- this is you territory if there ever was <clears throat> such territory. So, um... <laughs> Megan King Edmonds posted in, I don't even follow her on Instagram, but someone alerted me somewhere that Mm -hmm. Megan King Edmonds was talking about a ghostly encounter on Instagram story. Yes. And she posted an Instagram story. And by the way, she was using the filter on Instagram that's supposed to make you look like you're under the sea for Mm -hmm. the entire time. (laughs) Okay. And she was talking about an encounter that she had with a ghost of a little boy in her bedroom. Okay. So I thought, I, I just wanted to talk about it like... It here because I thought that was interesting. Like, that's just the surface. Mm-hmm. She then posted a blog post on MeganKingEdmonds.com called Ghost Update. Okay. And there was just a few points that she made. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because sure. there was a whole questionnaire, but I urge you to go to MeganKingEdmonds.com slash ghost dash update. Um, and first of all, some, she... I don't think these were, like, follower questions. I think she just came up with questions to ask herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And first one is, do you think he's asking for help? And she said, maybe. I'm thinking about helping him to cross over. I can't wait for this plot, plot line next season. She's really securing her <laughs> spot right now. I know. And do you think Aspen has seen him? Aspen being her, new, like, a year-old daughter. Yeah. Um, 100% yes. She has waved at him and regularly acknowledges a presence that I cannot see. Okay. This doesn't bother me. This is actually 
all coming back to me right now because I feel like in a different time and place, she has talked about how newborn babies are like connected to the the other world because they think, just got here from there. I Hasn't think she, she talked, talked about, about that? that with Mystic Michaela, who she actually mentions yes, in this blog yes, post as well. Yes, yes, so this yes. is like also promo mm. for Mystic Michaela. I wonder okay. if Mystic SpawnCon? I wonder if Mystic mm. is paying her. <laughs> um <laughs> And then the last question I wanted to talk about is, do you think it was the soul of your unborn baby? And she says, no, believe it or not, this went through my mind in the moment I saw him. And right away, I knew this soul was a stranger to me, although he seemed to recognize me. Give her a fucking orange for two seasons for this blog post. (laughs) The soul was a stranger to me. So like the soul of her... Of the baby that that did not uh, get born is not a stranger to her. Like she's very familiar with that soul. I think like the baby that that she lost. That's, no, this I think is asking about like the one she's pregnant with right now. No, I think she's asking about the one that like remember she was supposed to have twins and that one died. Oh, maybe yes, for sure, Brendan. I assume that this was talking about the baby that she has on her way. No, like, that would mean, like, the soul is leaving... <laughs> this is, like, going really loony toony right now. But that would mean that the soul is leaving the baby and, like, walking around in the world. Well, maybe the, ba- the soul hasn't joined the mm-hmm. baby yet. Oh, it's, like, finding its home right now. I don't know. No, Brennan, I really think it's the- she's talking about the one that... This is so unwell, but... <laughs> <laughs> that she lost. Um, but he seemed to recognize her. Mm, maybe and it's from another life. You mentioned, and I mentioned this on Twitter, that like this is very similar to another ghost story that's happening online, uh, the Dear yeah. David thing, with yes. that like unwell person who lives in Hell's Kitchen who keeps yeah. on posting those Twitter threads about this ghost. You know what? Like, I... Quickly, I, I kind of... I don't follow it. I don't follow him. But like when it comes up, I'll like peek in and see what's going on, and I don't mind it. And I love how angry everyone gets. Everyone over gets. This is me too. I'm exactly <laughs> the same way. Everyone gets so upset, like that this guy is having like this like fun with this story, and yeah. like he's getting followers in like a creative way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like people no shame get in the game. so fucking mad. They're like, I can't believe this person is using his influence to lead people astray and make them th- believe in things <laughs> that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> That's a a great impersonation. Um, but anyways, check out uh, MeganKingAdmins dot com. Yeah, it's going to become my new homepage. Homepage replacing yeah. uh... straight up, straight from the A. Actually, no. Currently, my homepage is Twitter advanced search because that's where I do my best work. Oh my god, no! You guys, watch out. Delete your histories. Brendan's gonna find you. Okay, should we talk about? The LGBTQ community in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. I, which I was briefly a member of that community. So, a charity event was announced at a bar called Villani, which is in the neighborhood. Yeah, this must have come to fruition after my time because I really only remember Woody's in Philadelphia. Um, I've heard of Woody's, yeah. and Teresa. Judice is like the headliner for the um, event, and like there's a poster with her face on it, and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And LGBTQ people in Philadelphia aren't happy, and I think I would be on the side of these people actually. Mm-hmm. So here's some quotes: "Quote: We're seeing gay bars being taken over by heterosexuals and continuing to fail at getting their diversity problems right." And we ask, "How does this keep on happening?" Um, DJ Sharon Stone. <gasps> DJ Sharon Stone. Wow, another <laughs> another great name. Told G Philly. 
It happens when we... That must be a drag queen, right? Yeah, probably. Um, it happens when we invite Trump-supporting housewives into our spaces and give them paychecks with our gay money. Our gay money? Yeah, and then one of the employees um, spoke under the condition of anonymity. And an, 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 anonymity. An, 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 <laughs> And it said, I feel uncomfortable with Teresa making money off the LGBT off of LGBTQ people. Um Although it sounds to be a charity event. I mean I'm sure she's getting an appearance fee, but like right. the concept is like raising money, I guess. That Trump wants to take the rights away from. Um when I found out she's coming this week, I was not as excited as some other gay staff were. Um in the past, Judy J has downplayed Trump's history of sexual assault, saying that his accusers were looking for their fifteen minutes of fame. Ooh. Um, and you can learn more about what Teresa thinks about Trump in episodes one and two of Red, White, and Come Through. Yeah, and also in her latest book, Standing Strong, where she like kind of defends him as well. Yeah. So, first of all, if you're looking for a Jersey housewife who's just one state away, look no further than LGBTQ warrior Danielle Staub. Yeah. Who was fighting for the LGBTQ rights... Well, I mean, long ago, she, this, she actually talked about this, um, on Watch What Happens Live about like how, like she doesn't identify as LGBT, even mm. though she like was Dabbled. with, yeah, but like more power to ever. I don't know. It was like a nice statement and mm-hmm. a weirdly nice statement from someone mm-hmm. about that, especially after like what we've been seeing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's talk, speaking of LGBT and controversy, um, let's talk about Yolanda, who famously said that her daughters shouldn't be lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to paint her in a positive light. <laughs> Making a model is coming to Lifetime in January 2018, and guys, run, don't walk to the trailer. This looks like an amazing show. Yeah, I... It's a little bit of Dance Moms, a little bit of... Uh, Project Gr- no, no no America's, America's Next, Next Top Model and Yolanda's like Teen Mom and Teen Mom and Yolanda's <laughs> like alive for the first time in years. Oh like I've God. never seen her so like one hundred percent there for the camera. Um, I didn't even watch the trailer; I only listened because yes. for some reason I was like too lazy to stand up and walk <laughs> a foot. Yes. Um, but like I just listened to the trailer and I'm in. G, we got Gigi. We got Bella. Bella. We got Tommy Hilfiger. We got Yolanda. We got the girls. We got their mothers. Trotting around New York City, baby. Like, maybe Cindy Crawford will do a drive-by with Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're down at Art Basel. Um, But yeah, I I think this will be good. I wonder how many episodes it is. I, I can't imagine it's that long. You know what? I don't need a lot of episodes for my shows these days. I don't. At all. Let's get in. Let's get out. Unless you're Project Runway, then I want to watch you forever. <laughs> this is my new favorite show. I didn't show. realize this is a Project Runway podcast now. Like, I watched, I think I said this last week, but the finale happened. I loved it. Watched it. It was unexpected who won. Mm-hmm. Um, but like... Bra- brava. Project Runway's back. Run, don't walk to lifetime. Come back to... Bravo, though, Project Runway. But, like, this show's gonna be on Lifetime, right? Yeah. The Yolanda one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sisters. Okay. Oh, duh! That's why Yolanda was on fucking Project Runway so many times this season. Oh, I didn't know that. She was on, like, a really big episode, actually, that bled into another episode because someone cheated. Mm. Um, And then she was at the finale thing. Okay. 
Yeah, so because she's part of the Lifetime family now. Do you remember when um, Siggy Flicker was famously on a finale of Project Runway? No. There's like a screenshot. You know when they go around and like talk to like the prominent people in the room? Yeah. They're like, like so-and-so, lifestyle expert. It's okay. Siggy Flicker's in one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, not, that, that's like coming back to me a little bit. But like scraping the bottom of the barrel Ooh. with Siggy Flicker before Housewives. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> okay. So we've we've heard everyone clamoring that we are sleeping on melbourne mm-hmm. unfortunately, unfortunately neither of us have really had the opportunity to dive back to the beginning or even tune into this first episode of the new season that just aired well like first of all it's hard for us to watch and even when they do air it on bravo it's like at like 3 p.m on a friday no it's either crazy. like it's either like 10 a.m on sunday or like 8 p.m on friday yeah and the only show at 8 p.m. on a Friday I'm going to watch is RuPaul's Drag Race if they're currently airing. And actually, now that I like don't really go out on Fridays anymore, <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> might maybe tune in. Yeah. Okay. So luckily, we have international correspondent Connor Bean, who's going to be real with us and tell us what's going on in Melbourne, what we're missing, and give us that scoop. So let's take a listen. Hi, Brendan, Dan, Come Through Queen audience. This is Connor reporting live from my kitchen in Ireland. And I just watched The Real Housewives of Melbourne season four premiere. And it was so good. Oh my God, it was so good. So they did a recap season tease at the start of the episode with Gina, who's sort of like the matriarch of the show, like talking you through what happened and leading up this season. And she was like, last season, some friendships were torn apart. It was just like so high camp and the episode was like 57 minutes long and yet i would have watched another 57 minutes maybe because they haven't been together in a while and there's lots to catch up on but they're at that new york stage on this show now where like there's real relationships involved and they've there's something at stake you feel like they actually interact outside of the show and that has upped the stakes considerably anyway it's just as fabulous as ever and if bravo air this season which i hope they do for your sakes you need to dvr it and include it on your lineup of shows because it's chef kiss emoji. Thank you, Connor. Two quick things. Gina Liano is the only one who I do know because she's always bopping around in her little like Supreme Court of the United States lawyer outfit that she wears. Is she the gay one? No, not the gay one. The one who has a gay son. I don't know about their familial statuses. She's the one who like her makeup is like and she has the big poofy hair. That's like, it could be any housewife. <laughs> and secondly, 57, 57 minutes sounds very interesting for him to pick up on. Is he saying that is 57 minutes without commercials is what I'm assuming? I think so. Because remember when he was here, he was like complaining so much about how many commercials there are here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Capitalism, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to... The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So this picks up where we leave off last week. Yeah, we we got a to be continued right into like right back where we are. And mm-hmm. we're experiencing the Chrissy Teigen comment again. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen, John Legend fight. Like we get a little bit of more of that. I think they skipped over the transphobic stuff. Like they just glossed over that. Or was I wrong? No, because she says another transphobic thing. What did she say? I, I just wrote Kenya continuing with the transphobic stuff. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> and she was on Watch Happens Live on Sunday, and like 
did a eh apology for that. Yeah. Like, oh, I never want to hurt anyone. And, like, I could see why people would be offended by that. But I was, <laughs> and it was, like, actually sort of a bad statement because she was like, but I was really just attacking him. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. come on. Come on. Uh, <clears throat> the parts from that fight that were interesting for the second part were. <laughs> Was Nini saying the music ain't that great? I listened to it on the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sheree, when when she was like supporting Kim for leaving mm-hmm. the party, saying she's got about 17 kids and those kids need their mom at home and not in jail. <laughs> True. <laughs> the 17 kids thing had me. Um, did you catch a glimpse of like the back of Brielle's head? Because I thought I did. Brielle was there? I thought I did when they were walking out. Um, mm-hmm. It was like Croy, Kim, Sheree walking out. And Kim had her arm around someone who was blonde and was wearing a baseball cap. I would love to reinvestigate this. And But like the weird thing is that like Brielle didn't pop up anywhere no, else. No, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah. So if that was Brielle, then they made like a choice to not have her seen anywhere else. Like she didn't go to Porsche's. Well, it's definitely like the right choice because if she's there it kind of like kills kim's argument a little bit right and is this the party with the bugs in nini's in nini's uh bathroom i want to say no because i think brielle like posted that like in the moment like in her story and stuff and that was just a few months you don't think she saved it no. Interesting. But I think that was Brielle's head. I could be totally wrong, but I saw someone, a blonde person in a baseball cap, yeah. and it seemed weird because it was like a fancy party. Yeah. It could be the other daughter, Amabella. What's her name? Something with an A. Ariana. Did you say Amabella? <laughs> I just have like big little eyes on the mind. <laughs> okay, so let's move to Porsches. Well, yeah, we the party moves to Porsches. Yeah. That... That, when the doorbell rang, I was actually surprised. I don't get surprised. Surprised over the fact that we're going to Porsches? Yeah. Like, I didn't realize, like, they'd be in the same neighborhood. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I mean, Porsche is notably down the block from Nini, as Nini keeps saying how, like, Porsche can't remember where Nini lives or something. Oh, I like, like one, I one sometimes, of, I like don't really pay attention to the Nini Porsche fight. I, I know. I like, I watch it from, like, far away. It's almost like the sound <laughs> is off. <laughs> it's like all episodes just come through queen where it sounds like one of us is in a different room yeah <laughs> uh yeah croy being at this like powwow was with the wigs weird and um portia enjoying a hennessy have you ever had hennessy it like really sneaks up on Listen, you i want to say like in the however many years of my life that i've been drinking i've had a taste of it but i can't remember paper magazine had a party that was open bar Hennessy. Like, that was, like, the liquor of choice. I feel like all the paper magazine parties I've been to was... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Quan, Quantro. Quantro, which is, like, not the cock, not the liquor of choice to be your base. Yeah, I went to one recently that was a vodka. So oh, my God, a dream. Graduated up. A dream. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't think anything else happened at Porsche's. Yes, one thing happened. Okay, what happened? Portia sneakily <laughs> called Brielle a hoe in front of Kim. And Kim didn't notice? And Kim either didn't notice or decided not to say anything. She was 
she was like, she said like the words like your hoe daughter or something, and it could have been interpreted as something else. But I know. Are you sure you were in the other on the room? <laughs> no, they talked about it somewhere. They talked about it somewhere else where I was like, yeah, that mm, happened, mm-mm. but I forget where they talked about it. Okay. Okay. It was like some TV show. <gasps> it was on Wendy Williams. Oh. And they replayed the clip. Oh. I'm pretty sure. And like you could see it again. Yeah. Interesting. This is all on Wendy. Okay. Side note. I don't remember like what the, the circumstances of this is, but Noelle is maybe one of the most mature children of the housewives from any franchise, I would say. Yeah. Boring. No, I, I mean, it's not like a exciting statement, but like a statement nonetheless. Mm. Uh, okay. Then Kenya's grandmother dies. And it was actually pretty sad when she played the video. Yeah. But she decides to go to San Francisco anyways. I like didn't understand all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, why wasn't she running there and all that? And then we have Nini and Marlo being sisters. And they... The scene in the uh, closet was like, that's usually like a throwaway scene, but yeah. it was so good. It was so, I just love them like yelling at each other. <laughs> and did you notice that Nini's son, when Marlo rang the doorbell, Nini was like, go get the door. And he like danced away. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to be a star. He's been in a lot more scenes than I remember him being. The younger son. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he wants to be a, a comedy queen. Yeah. But he like danced. He did like a little move, a little shimmy. Yeah, a, a Timmy, a Timmy Chalamet shimmy, a, a Timothée. Oh, I was gonna mention that I saw Lady Bird this weekend, and Timothée's in that. You only see Timothée movies. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna come in since I'm doing that thing on Snapchat. I was gonna come in and do it to your Christmas tree, oh, but you say have. Army Hammer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Back to the show. We zoomed to SF like a lot oh, yeah. quicker than I was expecting. I know. This is a whirlwind. And, and like... When we're arriving at the airport, it's like wild. Having Portia and Candy be the first two of three people there. Right. Because they're not even like looking at each other. Yeah. I always get like... Because I've been to that airport so many times, it's like shocking when they're there. Mm-hmm. Because like... When they go to airports in like New York and stuff, it's like it's not like where I grew up, you know. Okay. Um, but it was also weird that like we thought a whole bunch of people were coming to the trip, and like we're just finding out on that curb like who's actually coming. Yeah. Like people don't know. Like they didn't send out a mass email I know. being like, like who's on the call <laughs> call list or call sheet or whatever yeah. it's called. So that hotel in San Francisco was so shitty. I don't remember the hotel. It Refresh was, my recollection. It was like one of those, like, nothing was going on. It wasn't grand. I've stayed at nicer hotels okay, in San okay, Francisco. Okay. Yeah. It was just like one of those, like, newer hotels that's, like, made for, I want to say, like, business people. Like, no nonsense, no frills. Yeah. It was, like, fine. It was clean. But, like, yeah. when they were sitting in the lobby, they were, like, sitting, like, next to, like, a couple, like, rickety tables. Why are we here again? Because Sheree's life coach told her to do something for her. So she planned a trip to San Francisco, which is one of the Otter Housewives destinations. I would say, like, second to that lake, the shared lake house in Austin. Yeah. From Dallas. That wasn't on a lake. That wasn't on a lake. No water (laughs) to be found. This is, like, up there with that, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Actually, Jersey has gone on some pretty weird things where they just go, like, more inland in Jersey. They were just, I mean, that was due to limitations due to parole. (laughs) So. (laughs) But, like, 
SF, it's like such a weird small little city that's sort of difficult to get around. Yeah. And like this show seems too big for it. And like where are they going to go like get a tech job there or something? Like, Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like all tech people and like... Like they're going to make an app? I think they're going to ride it on a trolley, which they did in Savannah. Maybe some rice aroni. Oh, San Francisco treat. What the else? Same can... way you pronounce Real Houses of New York abbreviation, Roni. Um, they'll probably go see like the fucking Full House house. I feel like they're not even going to be there that long. They're going to like go in. Like we're probably leaving next episode. Well, yeah, we see them on the trolley next episode, and mm. I bet that's like the only scene. But like they're always on a fucking trolley. Yeah. One of the preferred modes of transportation. Maybe they'll go out in the Castro. Maybe yeah. they'll go pay their respects to Harvey Milk. Now that I think about <laughs> it, I do have to watch the episode where they go to the gay bar in Savannah as like a preparation for my trip, my oh, yeah. upcoming trip. Um, but yeah, we learn about Sheree's boyfriend in the party bus that we take to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Tyrone, who happens to be the same Tyrone that they were fighting over in the iconic Trump check flashback that we got beautiful it's like all i love when things come full circle like that yeah same but also like what who's hispanic like he was a promoter i, don't I know. think or like uh because he was because i think they were fighting over like what they were getting paid to get appear somewhere and yeah Ty- and tyrone was like organizing this okay marlo was a star in San Francisco. Um, her Carol Radziwill drag Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, she was wearing an outfit, and I like. I feel like nobody was like catching up on catching that reference. Like I was the mm-hmm. Carol Radziwill one, but like the Carol Radziwill Atlantic City outfit, mm-hmm. Marla was pulling a very similar thing. Yeah, maybe because that that episode, the Atlantic City episode, is like my favorite episode, but it, like no one else's. No, I love that episode. Yeah. Um, a bunny ear. A bunny ear with, with a, a veil. veil. Beautiful. Sheree was still in her sweatsuit at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she did change something. She threw on a jacket. Maybe. Maybe like judged her hair around. Something happened. Because I was like, because someone was saying, oh, she's still in the sweatsuit. But to me, it seemed like she did do something. I think just different lighting. Mm-hmm. Cause the last time we had seen her was in those fluorescents in yeah. the lobby of that horrible hotel. Yeah. And then the iconic bun moment. This moment. <laughs> I saw so many tweets about it. <laughs> Nini full in fight mode. Like not taking a breath while screaming at Portia. And her p- bun is coming undone. Marlo is the best friends everyone wishes they had and is fixing that bun. Making the sister it... everyone deserves. The mother <laughs> Nini never had. Uh, did, uh, Nini, did Nini have, like, not have a mother or lose a mother? Oh, I don't that know. could be bad. No, but I'm quoting, like, the Oprah quote. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Relax. And I feel like, are we, like, to be continuing this episode as well? I don't think it's a, to be continued. Oh, we Did we end up? dinner? I think we ended dinner in some way. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. You saw them get the check. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let us bop on over to oh, Vanderpump my... Rules. Nini's mom abandoned her. Oh, well, I'm glad Marlo stepped in. Vanderpump Rules. Oh, Maybe. God. <laughs> it was the premiere 
We uh, always wanted. Uh, you know, here's the thing with Vanderpump Rules. They had such a strong start. And I, like, zoomed through all that. Because I, I played catch-up after holding out for so long. And then, like, it was a few seasons of I just was watching and not really that engaged. Mm-hmm. This premiere has me back. The past two seasons have been sort of, like, not as great as, like, the first seasons. Days, yeah. Like, seasons four and five. Are we on six now? Can you believe we're on season six? I can believe it. Seasons four and five, it was like... Bring a book. Not bring a book. It was always good, but it was like not the same because they reach a certain level of fame or whatever that they don't... It's not the same. Yeah. But this was great. Yeah. From you, start to finish. Yeah. So what's going on? Oh, I want to say... Ariana's haircut <gasps> made me an Ariana super fan. You're an Arianator? <laughs> yes. I don't care like what what she does in the world. I'm a fan. Beautiful. She got like that and she's like I feel like she's doing more highlight and like there's like a like just like greatness. You know what? My my sister's very in touch with like the Vanderpump Rules scene. She doesn't care about housewives, but she she like other straight people loves Vanderpump Rules, and she was talking about this Ariana haircut months and months and months ago because mm. she wants to do that when she graduates. Hets love oh, Ariana. Hets love them. <laughs> love her. Fucking Hets. <laughs> God hates Hets. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, how can you hate them? They recognize Ariana's beautiful. Yeah, and I'll probably come to regret my newfound <laughs> super fandom you, of... This, you really jumped up high. <laughs> yeah. And there's only down to go from here. I know, I'll definitely regret <laughs> it. But um, what do you want to talk about first? Well, this is one of those episodes where we're... It's like whiplash. We start at the end and then return there. Right. So we start with the masquerade, masquerade. Sheena's B-Day. Which, interestingly enough, there are numerous people who are not allowed here. Which is surprising. Stassi, Stassi and, and Katie. Katie. And like even Schwartz seemed to like show up in the later end because he hung out with the, those two girls first. Right. Um, also, first of all, Ariana's, I mean, ugh, Sheena's uh, masquerade ball was better attended than Sony Morgan's masquerade ball mm-hmm. all those years ago. Well, I mean, this seemed to be just like, I wonder if it was even... Like closed off to the public. <laughs> oh my god! It was like they just, just tacked, like at a bar. <laughs> they tacked a masquerade theme onto like the In Touch party. Yeah, just kidding. They mentioned the In Touch party in this always, episode. Always though. mentioning the In Touch party. <laughs> um, but I do have a question, and this came up later. But since we're talking about the party, why is Kristen Duty allowed to be there? Because she is a witch of WeHo as well. But she's like simmered down a lot. With Carter. Mm. So, like, she's not, like, pulling crazy like she used to. And she and Sheena, I guess, do you have some sort of relationship between the two of them as well? Yeah. But, like, Duty used to be the worst witch of WeHo. I know. The wickedest And by worst, I mean best. Yeah. Which, part two of this comment, we don't get Duty for, like, at least 40 minutes into the show, if not more. It's really a shame that they don't choose to spend more time on her. Yeah. Because she always provides, in my opinion, even when she is, like, tame, 
it takes two seconds for her to become like a maniac. Well, she sniffed out the the plot of the season and like lost her mind. She like started like attacking Jacks, like hitting him, telling him he can't sleep at home, <laughs> and he's like, "You don't live." <laughs> well, I mean, like her and Brittany have like that really close relationship. That remember that whole storyline last year. It's only her and Brittany. I feel like everyone in their brain thinks they have the closest relationship with Brittany. Well, like, they had the whole, like, sex storyline last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have a closeness. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of closeness, should we talk a little bit about uh, James Kennedy? And his new close pal, Logan No. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? I know your thoughts, like, you think Logan could either be 20 or, like, 50, which I just don't get, but... (laughs) No, I just, like, couldn't... I couldn't pin down whether he was, like, an older gay who was, like... Praying? Praying on, like, this James Kennedy who... Kind of like like the Jack situation. Remember how he had the older gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like that at all. I... I know, we did a little research and it seems to be that he is in his 20s he graduated from california state university in 2011 yes um he went to school for film, film. he went and to junior college before he went to california state university um yeah he but loved an american apparel headband, headband as did in you. his youth yes i did like 2000 2000- <laughs> He was wearing them into like 2009. I think I stopped like in 2008, mm. maybe 2007. Um, but one like I could read the room the moment I saw like how he looked at James, and it's like lovingly, it's like unrequited love Aww. to an extreme. Like this, like poor gay kid got himself like they- wrapped up in this like guy who needs attention. First of all, can we? Talk about the fact that they met at Pump. <laughs> I, it's so weird. <laughs> Can you imagine just like going to Pump and becoming friends with James <laughs> And he, this guy gets fucking wrapped into it. And like, I, I actually feel really bad for him. Looking at his face, I saw like, I saw, Dan just looks at Alex for like, he thinks I'm jumping out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at his face, you saw what? I just saw someone who like was actually hurt when mm-hmm. James told him to get out. Um, and like really jealous of uh, Miss USA or whatever. I don't, love, I don't love that whole thing going on. Well, I don't love it because there's this like narrative going on that like, oh, him and James are obviously like fucking. Mm-mm. And I don't know if that's true. I, I don't think so. Oh no, so. I was talking about the girl. Oh. No, because like I just don't like that she like stuck around through everything that she witnessed airing last year. Mm-hmm. Like, she should have just, like, moved on. I know, but you can't really, like, people deal with situations Mm. differently. Yeah. Sounds a lot like people complaining about Hillary sticking around with Bill, but... Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Miss USA over here is our generation's Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Okay. What about um, Brittany and Jax moving in next door? Down the block from... Katie and Katie, yeah. And like that building is really weird mm-hmm. to me. It's Why? just like it's like warehousey. Okay. It reminded me of like like the hallway reminded me of like a storage unit. Okay. Like well, they're storing their lives into each true. little unit. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that was really strange. And 
Katie also like proclaiming how like they're doing so amazing now. <sighs> I think this will be the year where. Well, we don't. There's no like t- taste of trouble in paradise between them in the trailer or anything that we've seen, right? There's like there. Remember, there was like a lot of like Tom being really drunk. It points. Oh, Katie does scream at Tom at some point, but that's just kind of like this might be like the year Monday. of like the downfall of Schwartz in my brain. Not for oh. not. I just feel like I have a feeling he's going to do something to disappoint me. Hmm. Well, he's also like disappointing everyone in terms of not stepping up to the plate for Tom Tom. That Tom Tom that Tom Tom thing was very interesting. How are these two goons going to come up with one hundred thousand dollars each? <laughs> well, to me, it kind of sounds like Sandoval. No, no, hear me out. They they're they're pretending like they can't come up with it, but it's essentially their event of a rural salary and then getting taken back by Lisa. So like Lisa with the one hand is like paying them and then like taking the check back in the other hand. But like Tom Sandoval claiming he has like an inheritance and then all this shit, he still lives in that same apartment. I know. The rent controlled twelve year apartment. So he's gotta have some a few pennies saved up. You and can't... he's on the show. Like I know we like to pretend that these they're still ma- like making like waiter wage and tips, but like they're getting a salary from the show. I don't think they're doing that well with their salary. By season six, they haven't figured it out, dude. I like don't believe. <laughs> like because even look at all the apartments. Like some of them are like nicer than no, but they're all like they were. Jacks and Brittany are moving up. I don't know. I feel like they're probably just not good with money. I think they might not be good at, like, getting money either from Bravo. (laughs) I feel like Bravo keeps them, like, purposely keeps them at a certain level. Bravo and Lisa purposely keeps them at a certain level so that, like, they're still hungry. But, like, don't you think... Who who would have talked to them by now? Like, don't you think Kelly Dodd, like... Has like drunkenly shown up at Pump and discussed salaries with these kids by now. She drunkenly shows up at Pump and then like tries to walk out on the check. We read that story here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a bad example, but like I know what you mean, like a Kyle Richards. Yeah, but 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 Kyle is not the one. It's got to be like, I would say Brittany Glanville, but like she's got a whole history with this crew. Yeah, see, they've got no one. <laughs> they've got absolutely Maybe Kristen no Takeman, like, while visiting Randy. Like, on a pop-up color tour <laughs> to check out how the rest of them are doing yes. the Rickies in L.A. that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, on the opposite end of the spectrum of Schwartzy, like, not getting engaged in Tom Tom, mm-hmm. Sandoval is, like, being a Looney Tune. First of all, they went on a, like, a marijuana investigation to colorado to see if you can put thc in your drinks you can't which is crazy and like who wants that like pay attention like people go to drink to drink people go to smoke to smoke they're yeah drinking mixing drinking and smoking is never a good idea yeah but then also like he walks into the empty shell of tom tom with his vision Mm -hmm. and and lisa's like I got it. <laughs> Don't right. worry. I do wonder like what it will look like when it's built. Cause yeah. I do imagine something like, like more 
rugged, like maybe some like wood. Oh, you want some nostalgia? Some nostalgia? Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what Sandoval is saying. Oh. It's like people love nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> and Shores was like, I think you mean nostalgia. But like one of those fucking like I don't know. You remember that restaurant we went to the Jersey Shore that had all those uh, statues standing around like the chef and like the oh, other, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. put a bunch Jimbo's. of those around that place yeah and serve some freckles mm, give me give me a freckle but like do the coins not the like long slices the long slices never work yeah i love the coins sheena marie we learned that she cleared out the master bedroom moved her bed into the smaller room in order in order to turn in her master bedroom into a lisa vanderpump walk-in closet she's replace the humongous wedding pictures printed on canvas with humongous pictures of herself also (laughs) let's not forget that she's an awful person who outed her husband's addiction on tv for her own personal gain let us not forget that and also (laughs) let us not forget she looks insane this season with this new man her whole storyline claiming like she never actually loves Shay and yada yada. This man she loves a lot more and like all of that shit she's saying. Like mm-hmm. that's what she was saying about Shay Shay the entire time. Yeah. Like let's not stop pretending please. I agree. Great. And I want to say one thing about Stassi. And it actually is more about LA and like mm. it's so weird to me that <laughs> LA people like most of them don't, not most of them, but a lot of them, a good portion of them don't have AC. Oh, yeah. And then they wait until, like, it gets the heat so... wave. And then we hear them all hooting and hollering about it. Yeah. You can't wait. You have to always be prepared. <laughs> okay. Let us talk about the fact that Lisa comes to this party, and normally she bops in, she bops out, and that's all we see. Lisa knew this all was going to go down this episode. Mm-hmm. This was like a heavily produced fiasco. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Have a little faith. Take a little time to enjoy the hill. <laughs> uh, first of all, we talk about Faith being like on season one. Did, she, like, ever, did she have a speaking role? Her <laughs> most Wasn't her most prominent uh, year the... Lala's first year. Oh, okay. she was like bopping. They were like I re- trying to make her and uh, Max a thing. Oh, that sounds a little familiar. Yeah. yeah. Wait, weren't they dating Faith and Max? They weren't dating, but like they they would be paired up mm. on like in situations where everyone else had a pair. Okay, 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 okay. I think that right. That sounds yeah. now that that does sound familiar actually. Uh, but I feel like now she's finally found her voice. She found Cindy Barshop's voice. I think Faith was like, I've been on this show for years. They've never like given me a fucking promotion. I've always just been sort of in the background. I'm going to do something. She's going to fuck Jax in front of her 95-year-old homebound woman that she watches. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> it's like, I could not have even dreamed of this plot point. It's so good. Um, Lisa was dressed like Johnny Depp or something. (laughs) 
Like a pirate Johnny Depp? Like, yeah, didn't her, like, face mask, like, how big it was, like, give you Johnny Depp vibes? Also, that fucking masquerade party had the scariest lighting I've ever yeah, seen ever. Scary. It was like we were in a horror show. We had chicken in <laughs> our birds. We had rosé behind, behind the, the couch. couch. <laughs> our hair down to here. <laughs> yeah, it was a horror show. <laughs> but, I, you know, listen, I love that we have... Faith, we have Logan, we have also, I think it was like, remember the the gay server who had like a moment last season who was like tattling on James, I think? Was that last season or was it the season before? Or the season before. He was the one who was like whispering in Britney's ear about like the rumors. Gays love Britney. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just always see her like giving promo to like her like best friend from Kentucky who now lives in LA also who's also gay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but Logan is in the fucking credits. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Someone I was looking oh, yeah, at Leslie Grossman. Leslie Grossman from American Horror Story <laughs> and like Life and like and whatever. Life, yeah. Um posted and we didn't she posted that this morning and i was shook or yeah. was it last night doesn't matter but logan is standing behind james in the thing which like means he's, prob- he's probably getting a paycheck because he doesn't work for sir yeah i mean he was definitely in the season trailer because like he's the one that like james is nuzzling up to that they're insinuating that he james is having a gay relationship yeah so i think there's a lot and like the the preview that they showed at the end of the episode had me like jazzed yeah Jaxed. Jaxed. <laughs> I'm ready for the season. I think it's great. Yeah, it's like refreshing that they're back. It's been a long year. Yeah, we needed to take the the spotlight off of preparing for Katie and Tom's wedding. Right. And like, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I feel like Stassi's like here to play. And I think she's joining the fucking Sir Waitstaff soon. <laughs> Well, now that the sponsor's pulled out, that's what the no, but that's what the trailer implies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like great to have you back, Stassi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my Tom Sandoval impression. Yeah. Okay, shall we move on to New Jersey? Yeah. So, is Margaret not as good as we thought? Listen, when you come in with like tinges of Dorinda. But you, but like no one could ever be Dorenda. I just think that like everything she does is so thought out and like Contrived. here is my housewife's personality yeah. that I'm presenting to you. I'm going to be just a little too much on purpose so that like. Listen, <laughs> at least she's making an effort, which is more than we could say for the twins. That's true, but Margaret's house is in shambles. And the parts that are not in shambles. This seems like... Are crazy. This seems like in Aviva... Aviva's second season where she had to move out of her building because her co-op didn't want to Mm -hmm. have cameras filming at the show and she had to, like, find a new place to live. Yeah, yeah. And, like, really throw it together at the Mm -hmm. last minute. It seems like Margaret was doing the same, but she didn't actually throw it together in time. Yeah. That house... That big empty ballroom that they call it. Well, we have like a neon couch, like an espresso bookshelf, a like pleather chair. It's like she went to like a a Goodwill on a nicer part of town. <laughs> yeah, and just grabbed a what she could. Will. Yeah, yes. 
Um, yeah, but I'm not completely saying I don't like Margaret because I do like parts of Margaret, but like there's parts that are just like so glaringly obvious. Well, and I had to mute her on Twitter. I didn't unfollow her because she follows me. Oh, yeah, same. But I muted. Yeah. Well, I did that a while ago. Because mm-hmm. she's just like, I don't think she's used to this. Because when we followed her, she had like two fo- like two followers. Right. It's what they it's what they all sort of do on social media. It's like they the Dallas women do it because they get no love and respect from Andy. Yeah. But like Marge, you have you're across the river from Andy. All the new ones do it. Like I follow Luann, and I'm like she gives us the exact right amount. Right, and like Carol now is just political. Yeah. Um. Dorinda also I follow perfectly fine. She'll like throw a mug promo in there. All of the the New York women are selling mugs with their taglines. Tin mugs, I believe. What? Tin mugs. I think that's like the new trend. Like Like you serve a fucking... Instead of like a a hearty ceramic mug, it's like a tin mug. Do you not know what a tin mug is? It's a mug made of tin. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen that. Okay. I've seen like their ceramic mugs with like a clip clip bitch on it. <laughs> Another one in the basket. Oh, speaking of Real Houses in New York, my um, coworker and friend Alexandra, who yeah. like never has been a housewives person, mm-hmm. I told her, I, I randomly just was like, she was like, oh, I need something to watch. And I was like, watch season seven of Real Housewives in New York. Mm-hmm. And she started it. She loved it. She has since started watching Beverly Hills, but she just texted me saying that she's starting season eight of Roni right oh, now. Oh, wow. Did you? I don't know if we mentioned this to you, but we actually put on the Berkshire's episode of like Bethany versus Luann oh. while we were doing decorating the tree because it was a very festive, beautiful episode. Christmas in the Berkshires. Christmas in the Berkshires. I can't wait till she gets to that. It's actually really fun watching someone like f- with fresh eyes. Yeah, and I thought season seven was like a perfect time to get in because like. Bethany's back. Dorinda's on. Yeah. It's like fun, like crisp. Let's go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, back to Jersey. It's not that I don't want to talk about Jersey. Oh, yeah. I love Jersey. Okay, but quick aside, they film the reunion. Reunion seating is the wacky. Re- is so weird to me. Which I think if if they weren't going to have No, with I, I think it's like the whole aspect of Danielle not officially being there. Right. That's screwing it up. Yeah. Because I think the clear, like, if you don't put Danielle in the equation, you would clearly have Siggy and Dolores versus Teresa, Melissa, Margaret. Right. But then when you please welcome to the stage Danielle, you're not going to have them sit with Siggy and Dolores. Mm hmm. Because you can't have four against two. So that's why it's Margaret and Teresa on one couch, then Melissa next to Andy. It goes Melissa, Siggy, and Dolores, yeah. which is weird to me because, like, it seems like going to the reunion, it's going to be Dolores is the enemy, unless something happens. Yeah. Like, because, like, Dolores, all the history lays with Dolores, they're all mad at Dolores as far as the end of this episode. Yeah. And why would we Why would we have Dolores at the end of the couch rather than next to Andy? Right. It makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. But what does make sense is we learned this reunion is airing, like, January 3rd. Beautiful. Which means this is going to be a a short season. Good. It's been a great season. It's been a great season. If if you only have a certain amount of stuff to work with, let's not stretch it over 20 episodes. Let's just make it a 
pitch perfect season. Right. So let's get into this episode. So like we said, Margaret's house is in shambles, whatever, yada, yada. Um, we get a little bit of set up with Melissa and Joe. It's just basically setting up the fact that Joe's sad. Yeah. And we'll revisit that later in the episode. Okay. But then we get Siggy and Delore going to Kim D's. And like, um, Kim, and Kim D is like on fire the minute the two of them walk in. Yeah. Like, blah, 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 you look gorgeous, yada, yada, all of that um, jazz. And Teresa's rekindling old flames. Yeah, and Dolores says that she doesn't think Teresa is cheating. And we have so many flashbacks this episode. Yeah, we including get once, Including once again, it's a little gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> Which they literally had that flashback last episode. Um, yeah. Also, I was so surprised how quickly we got into... The fashion show, like, I loved it, it. came out as quick. <laughs> and then we go to, like, we go to Melissa's house, and we also go to Margaret's house at the same time. Yes. And, like, they're all getting ready. Yeah. And they're not getting ready for anything except to, to go <laughs> ambush this fashion show, which seems so crazy to me. Charlie's Angels plus one. Yes. Charlie's fucking Angels <laughs> plus one. Um,. Melissa's like putting the point in that Teresa isn't allowed to get into any trouble. <laughs> or she goes away. Yeah, or she goes away. Um, Teresa's like laying down the like details about how she used to love Kim D, but like not anymore. And we get 25 flashbacks. She loved Kim D when Kim D was going after everyone but her. Yeah. So there's that. And Danielle's so giddy. She says, We're gonna we're going to a real Italian shakedown now. So <laughs> They all ordered, at the fashion show, they all ordered fucking vodka pineapple juice. Three vodka pineapples for the Charlie's Angels, plus one doesn't drink, so she did not have one. It was actually really funny. I was at drinks with coworkers immediately before that, and three of them ordered vodka pineapples. Shut the fuck up. Not even kidding. You must have done a somersault. (laughs) Well, No. I didn't know. No, but when you saw the episode, oh you yeah, were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are these three vodka pineapples yeah. haunting me to this but day? It was, and I guess my coworker Ross always like orders like either that or like a vodka cranberry. But like three people order it, and then three people at the posh fashion show. And I'm pretty sure we've discussed this before. But listen, vodka soda, and then the splash of whatever you want. I think with pineapple the. With a splash, the flavor doesn't go through, so you have to do the whole thing. No, you can't. It's crazy. People can do whatever they want. No, they they can, but they could do whatever they want and be wrong. They should make the right choice. Vodka soda, splash. Okay. Um, So, they walk in, and right before they walk in, did you notice that they were, like, at one point standing in a dark room waiting? Well, it seemed like the... The models and Kim D were getting ready, like in a lower level. It was like downstairs in like what seemed to be a dining room that they were using for this like setup of the pop yeah. fashion show. We need to figure out where that is and make that a part of our like little Journey. Jersey trip. Yeah. Um. But like they, were, yeah. Then the other women were waiting in a dark room to ambush, and then they walk in, and all hell starts breaking loose. And then Dolores says your favorite line. I've lived in this part of the zoo for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is me, like, talking about my friendship with you. Which is really (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Um, And then Kim Kim D 
Last time I saw you, you were running through North Jersey with <laughs> Teresa coming after you. To Danielle. Talking about Danielle. It really is, like, crazy that that was the last time that they saw yeah. each other. But, like, all four of them are coming in, like, ready to rip Danielle, and rip Kim D's face off. And Kim D's like, I'll take you all on. Come on. Like, she, she doesn't will. give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. But she knows, like, she kind of has the upper hand in this situation with Teresa having to restrain herself. Teresa, oh, Teresa pushing the chair and then like grabbing a comb of hair, like almost grabbing for that drink. Like if she threw that fucking vodka pineapple, that would have been so crazy. Yeah. And she almost did it. It was an inch from her hands Mm -hmm. and she restrained herself. Anger management, man. Um... I love Dolores getting in Zia Melissa's face. She, this was like the most lit we've seen Dolores. I've the way Dolores' body moves when you love she <laughs> gets like when she gets like turned up and mad. I feel like if Dolores proposed to you, you would say yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like she is she's low key, mm. but like when she Mm-hmm. delivers and she's been delivering a lot this season yeah she really does deliver yeah bye puppets <laughs> <laughs> bye puppets bye we puppets. get a, we get another fucking like puppet master analogy everyone's the puppet master and we also did get the famous line that we named an episode after earlier this season and by season, oh, yeah. I mean we don't have seasons but <laughs> <laughs> this is a never-ending season yeah the piece of shit cocor homewrecker every day yeah beautiful mm. and i also noticed that the day part of that could also stand for just like the d after kim d's name mm, posh d yeah okay um the cool girls go back to margaret's house of horrors <laughs> and like Teresa like subtly drags margaret by saying even you said something I j- and i just met you <laughs> listen i think I, I know what's wrong with Margaret is she's so out of place, but I think if she builds a little history with these girls, like keep her around for a few seasons and then like it'll make sense. Okay, so you know who she's sort of like but not as extreme? Who? Dana Wilkie. Yeah. Like Like we're all sisters. We're gonna do that. we're in this together, girls. Ready to like jump <laughs> in there. And I feel like Teresa's actually used to having a lot of women like this surrounding oh, yeah. her. The uh what, what what do they call them? The sol- the soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, and Kim D said that, or someone said that, like, you're a soldier. But, like, she's used to this, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But the rest of the episode. Um, We'll get Priv SpawnCon, which, like, I feel like has been happening, and I haven't noticed it until this point. And then I went back and looked. Priv was the same company that Kelly had come in and make over her mom. Literally the same plot point as this. Do they specifically make over Housewives moms? I think so. That's their specialty. Back in my day, Mauricio's mom had to go to Paul Nassif. <laughs> oh my God. Back in your day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, but it was just like jarring to see on the screen, like, check out this new app, Priv. Mm-hmm. Um, them pre-gaming for the psychic to come over in the middle of the day... Oh, I didn't know it's the pre-gaming aspect. 
are you they like were pouring like Tito's and fucking soda. Mm-hmm. Tre- Teresa made herself like a 50/50 Tito soda. <laughs> and it was because like Joe couldn't emotionally handle the fact that the psychic was come o- was coming over. I love the psychic. One of my favorite psychics. Is her name Conchetta? Conchetta. I love that name. You could abbreviate it abbreviate it to Connie. True. So you have or, a Conchetta or, or Cheddar. Like Cheddar cheese? <laughs> I, I would not choose that. Uh, um, I'm a simple girl who has heard dead people all my life. I loved, I don't know if it was a jacket or a blouse or a shirt, but it looked like it would make a wonderful wallpaper for like a bathroom. Yeah. Like if you want a bold bathroom. You know what? Now that like the Long Island medium is getting a divorce yeah. and like things are on the outs for her, give Con- Conchetta a show. <laughs> give Chetta <laughs> her show. It can be called Cut the Cheddar. Cut the Cheddar? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then we learn Melania is our generation's Tyler Henry. <laughs> oh, she true. is sensitive to the other side. She sees Nona cooking at the stove. Megan King Edmonds is also sensitive to the other side. No, no I believe it's Aspen King Edmonds you're speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's just bop through the rest of this. The Marge Senior makeover and the date was, like, creepy. Oh, yeah. Well, during the double date, I, like, you're going to drag me for this because I talk about it a lot. But I could not make heads or tails of anyone's age sitting at the table. Well, no, that one was actually... You, you, you'll let that this was, one fly? <laughs> well, because, like, Marge Senior is, like, what, 70s, 80s? How old is she? I don't, I don't know. I don't know How if she, old is well, maybe she was a young mom. I Marge Senior had to have been a young mom, right? Yeah, but like Margaret, I can't ever like it, the pigtails throw me off, so I can't ever I get a pin down an age because I know that they like are supposed to make her more youthful, but actually, I think they sometimes have the opposite. Yeah, effect. yeah, I agree. Like if if Marge Junior had like an Ariana Bob, where would we be at right now? That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> The, <laughs> the two guys seem like they could have been born on the same day. They were twins. I can't tell white men at that age apart. No, no, no I don't. I, I seriously can't. <laughs> but like, because I feel like Marge Junior is with a man who might be a little bit older than her. I thought Marge Junior was older than her man. Like, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I can't because I, he was like the contractor at her house or whatever. Yeah, but contractors could be any age. I know, but it felt like like mrs robinson i don't think so because he looks very old <laughs> i can't make sense of any anyone at the table's age they all graduated with logan <laughs> they all gra- logan <laughs> went to school with all of them actually <laughs> and he's a gay predator looking for people at pump also one thing and this happens sometimes in life they all ordered the salmon which, like, have you ever been to dinner with people and you've all ordered, like, the same thing? And this it's morning, literally, my dad, my uncle, myself, and my cousin ordered the Norwegian Benedict. Mm. That's the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think that's it for New Jersey. The preview, we're in Milan, and, like, we were wasting no time. Yeah, we're going to Milan and we're having a fight in Milan. They're not like looking at the sites. It's not like Beverly Hills where you have to have a whole fucking episode where Shopping they're like... Shopping montage. Oh, uh, look, listen, look at why Look at my hotel room in Dubai. There's a man in there. <laughs> By in there, I mean the fish tank. So, can't wait for that. Can't wait. Um, 
This season has been great. Beautiful season. Beautiful women. Beautiful Margaret. Let's talk about... Freak of the Week and the One True Queen, which this week is intertwined. Yeah. Watch What Happens Live. Andy Cohen. Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Sam Smith. Hmm. <laughs> Andy, Andy asks... Well, first of all, like, I think Andy was fed apparently wrong information that Sam Smith is a Housewives super fan. Right. Because then he's like, I've only watched season one of Atlanta, which also is like a weird thing for him to only be familiar with that. Right. Because he's pretty young. And like, when, I think he's lying. He seems like a liar face. He does seem like a liar face. Um, but side note, we need to do another one of our deep dives of celebrities super fans super fans I agree like with we that. did for that gaga episode mm-hmm. yeah i'm into that yeah we'll okay. come at you soon with one of those so and he's like okay so what would your tagline be and then like sam was pretending not to know what taglines were i think a little bit yeah and then and he gave the example like i, I don't keep up with the joneses i am the joneses and then he gave his own which is like line. climate change may be real but you're we're gonna keep the ac on high <laughs> Oh my god. I don't think that was it, but... It's pretty close. That was a remix. <laughs> um, okay. So then... Sam Smith, she says... His tagline is, I'm a dick monster. <laughs> like, that's not a tagline, Sam. It's... And he says this in front of Miss Patty. Yeah. Who is our one true queen for taking in stride. She makes a few faces, but she's just kind of like looking around nervously it's also just like this it's this running narrative of like sam smith anytime he's in media or pop culture it's just like not great he just like can never say the right thing yeah remember when you tweeted at him hey sammy i'm seeing you tonight i I was like being funny exo (laughs) you're such a pig you weren't being funny, you were being earnest. Oh my god, yes. I, my intentions were to go to This was 2013. Right? My, my intentions were to go to his concert, and he would see me in the crowd, and wink at me and blow a kiss, and then we would fall in love. Then that's, he'd become a dick monster for you. Yes, and that was really, that was a dream that just didn't happen. Uh, so that's where we're at. I had that dream when I went to Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. You thought you would be there, Harry Styles. Yeah. so i think that's it for this week make sure you subscribe on itunes or google play if you're listening to us for the first time write a review there and join in on the conversation on the facebook group as well yeah join the facebook group um you can also if you have any late breaking news any thursday thoughts any other things to report to us call us at 717-47-FREAK that's 717-47-FREAK Brendan where can we find you online? Um, twitter.com slash not Brendan I'm still waiting on Brendan Davis if you're listening from Australia go find the Brendan Davis in Sydney maybe now that they allow gays to marry he'll give this to you now allow gays to have twitter accounts yeah (laughs) 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 and you can find me at IDK So like, comment, subscribe, heart show, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.